Welcome to Objectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy Paul. And I'm Laura Norman, and this is Episode 7, Game 7, Blue Jackets versus the Florida Panthers for the first time this season, and a really stupid shootout loss by the <laughs> Blue Jackets. Hold on, let's play a game. Are you ready? So ready. Who took more shots in the first two periods? Me or the, the Columbus Florida Blue Jackets? <laughs> <laughs> well you're still standing so i'm gonna guess i'm still gonna guess you but yeah, i was ready to say i i've been known to throw back eight or nine shots and and be okay so yeah a rough start um a couple of early bounces give the jackets a two to nothing lead but you know again it's just like one of those games where we're what now like seven games into the season and still the first the first team to score in a Blue Jackets game this year has not won once. Correct. Make it make sense. <laughs> well, and, and let's be serious. And I know we're going to, we're going to talk about it, but we did not deserve to win this game. No, no. Like there was no, there was nothing about how we played today um, or the numerous opportunities that were wasted, um, you know, that said anything. If we would have won, it would have been by pure, freaking luck well sure and i think that goes to like the puck luck and all that kind of stuff that we had there for the first two periods and then um obviously a nice shorthanded goal by cam atkinson to finally break his goalless streak um which was like probably re really the only good goal i'll say like maybe that's like not giving enough credit but like um in terms of like goal scores goals at least and and so um you know a tough night obviously um i'm sure that sergey Bobrovsky wants back the shorthanded goal because let's be serious i mean like that like cam was throwing it on that and just hoping for the best and he got the best so um yeah i mean hopefully in my head like i look at thursday and, and we can talk a little bit about the post-game interviews because i thought a couple of them were interesting so i think thursday they come out and they're a better team but tonight it does kind of suck to be sitting here talking to you i saw uh, tweet I think CBJ coverage uh, tweeted it that was like there are two ways to look at this right now and it's <laughs> and it's that the Blue Jackets have gotten have gotten points in every game but two which is a, uh, the glass half full mm -hmm. the glass half empty is the Blue Jackets have only won two games <laughs> so Correct. it's like so it's like hard like to to just not justify but it's hard to like rationalize well, and it's also like a weird spectrum of things. If you look, um, mm. everything is a weird spectrum. Like as I texted you earlier, um, and I don't know if the Blackhawks game is over yet or not, but at, by, at the end of our game, we were the lead team in, in the Central Division. Like what? Make that make sense. But it's going to be so... It's going to be so hard to determine this year because, like, we had seven games played, and the team that has three games played, i.e. Florida, is one point behind us. But, we like, they have four games in hand. So, like, you have to win games in hand. Like, they're not gimme points. But also, like. Correct. And then it's also, like, you look at the two games that we have won. We beat Detroit once, and we beat Tampa once. We beat arguably the best team in our division and arguably the worst team in our division. Yeah. Like you don't have to argue just, too hard on the on the Red Wings train. <laughs> we're just kind of in this weird 
predicament. And, you know, I will say that the, the highlight of tonight was obviously, you know, for me anyway, was Cam getting a goal, getting, you know, a shorthanded goal, which is always, always good. Um, it was a very Cam style goal. So I know he felt good about that. Nick freaking lifted him up off the ice. Um, which is isn't hard to do. He's kind of a, a pocket human. Um, but wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have never heard anybody refer to anybody as a pocket human. That oh my sounds, god! Yeah, no, I that love sounds bad. Pocket humans, little tiny pocket humans. You just want to squish them down and stick them in your pocket. That's Cameron for me. It makes me think of a pocket something else that we shouldn't talk about on the podcast and i don't know how yeah, i feel probably not <laughs> i feel about the term mine's cute and adorable and yours is vulgar i'm uh, sorry anywho lifted him up like saying, a pocket person um and then of course the reaction from bob after cam got that goal you know in classic bob fashion he slams his gloves on the ice and is just so dramatic about the whole thing um so that was a highlight obviously but everything else you know every former blue jacket that's on that florida panthers team is like fuck yeah look at us go (laughs) oh man yeah well i mean yeah i the interesting thing is i do think we have the more dramatic goalie though between corpusalo and bobrovsky (laughs) if i'm being honest but um but yeah i think it's just a weird game like it just felt like uh, it just felt like a typical, like, weeknight Blue Jackets game. And I know that sounds stupid to say, but, like, I just think about, like, all the games that I went to, like, growing up or the games that we went to over the past few seasons where we, it would be a Tuesday night and, like, you would, like, get in. Like, you'd start to feel really good. Like, how they've probably even scored before we've sat down because, you know, us, we're late. We can't find parking. Um, and a snack. <laughs> yeah, hello. Like, we need to go to the PJs. Although now the PJs is just the Jets. But – um yeah so i don't know i it just felt so typical like yeah it felt like and this is gonna be something weird and obscure that i'm sure not many people are gonna understand but oh no i get scared every time (laughs) you know i'm a great british bake-off enthusiast (laughs) there's something that one of the judges says when like someone does something shitty they're like it's not worth the calories and like sometimes blue jacket games are not worth the hours of my life. Oh no, I prefer to just say they're not worth the calories. That's so funny. <laughs> for all of that for all of the beer, pizza, skyline that I've put into my gut there. The car ride home sadness Taco Bell. Oh like, my god. There's been some wasted calories spent on the blue jackets. That's our first um, merch item, I think, is <laughs> the shirt that just says <laughs> wasted calories. Worth the calories. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think, listeners. I think that for one of our first merch items, I think not worth the calories is is up there at the top of the list. But yeah, it just, it wasn't, I mean, I don't even think that we should do stars, to be honest, because... It's so funny that you say that, because the second Cam Atkinson scores, I get a text message from friend of the podcast, Kelly Blaine. <laughs> and she goes i already <laughs> i already hear her making him her first star like i already hear it <laughs> absolutely not girl i am so happy for him that he got the monkey off his back but ain't nobody on that team deserves a star right now 
Yeah, I mean, it was tough. I think, like, ultimately, I mean, it's a game that, like, you, you've you tricked yourself into thinking you're going to win when you get down to the last few seconds of a game. You're like, okay, dope. Like, even the ones you don't deserve because, like, you win some of those in a year. Like, and yeah. so, like, in typical fashion, it's just like, oh, no, it's okay. I guess not. But, like, these are the things, right? Like, I know for a fact that we'll sit on this podcast in May, episode, like, 49. And I know that we'll go, oh, my God, if only we would have had that point against Florida. Because, like, we'll be (laughs) out of the playoff race by one. And it'll be the only thing that occupies my brain space. And I am going to be just absolutely devastated when we miss the playoffs because of today's game. If we miss the playoffs because of today's game, listeners, you heard it here first. Like I'm calling. I'm, I'm that. still hopeful that we're gonna pull ourselves together, but oh, very much the same. I again, not worried about the season by any means, but it's just like this is one of those games where like I always like when it happens, I'm like, I know that if I want to be pissed later, this is one that I'm putting somewhere, like so I can remember. Yes, this is the the fuel to the fire when we really want to be negative about things. Will be tonight's game. I mean, I will say, obviously, you know, Corpy again had another few weird situations that allowed for their goals. Um, Stenland, again, was pretty good. It's, again, with the lineup issues that we're going to have coming up, like, it's, you know, it's a good thing that we have players to rotate in and out. Um, I don't know if you saw on twitter earlier but it was like someone put nash on the taxi squad i'm tired of this right (laughs) and i was like "Ooh, that actually might happen though um you know it's just we've got a lot of things to figure out and you know i think that we should probably talk about the comments particularly from torts and from nick tonight um in the post game because i think that ironically enough and thankfully enough they they seem to both be on the same page which is everything sucks and we need to do better sure sure yeah i think yeah we could start there i mean nick nick really was the one that i thought um was very very forward about where he thought things were i mean towards in typical towards fashion was hey we take the point and we run out of this building because we didn't deserve it um, but Nick, on the other hand, like was very specific about the criticisms that he had of tonight's game, um, talking specifically about uh, the power play unit and talking about how the amount of skill that's on this power play unit. And the, like, he was like, I- I've been on this power play when we've scored goals. Like, we have the skill to do it. I don't disagree with him. Um, I mean, one of the best years the Blue Jackets had on the power play was the year before Artemi Panarin was a part of the Blue Jackets. And so, like, it's not, it's not that we're missing our Timmy Panarin. Although I imagine that things would be a little better. I can't, <laughs> I can't act like they wouldn't. Um, that's that's the plane of existence we don't need to to think about to explore right now. Right now. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. And so like he's like, so I'm I'm getting kind of sick of the buzz and the narrative, um, which I can understand like getting sick of the narrative, but like it, it's there. Like it's not like it's made up. Like. Right. This There's is, no one out there spreading the rumor that we're bad at the power play. This is the second year in a row that we are absolutely terrible 
on the power play. And I texted to Megan tonight, my hockey child, that, you know, Alexander Texier is going to have a scar on his face. And out of return, we couldn't do a goddamn thing in a four-minute power play. Like, that's insanity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that power play doesn't frustrate me as much as the one in overtime. Because, like, at least the one in, like, the one in overtime, we started to feel like we had some momentum. And just the fact that we couldn't put it away, like, that was, like, frustrating. And Cam had so many good opportunities on that power play specifically where he, like, walked in on Bobrovsky and, and shot it right into the pads. And, and when he went, uh, you know, near post and just, again, like, Bob did a good job of taking away the angle. Um so, I mean, the opportunities were there. It's just, like, there's no finish. And, like, that's the thing about this. Like, the only finish there is on this team is Yarmo Kekalainen and soon-to-be Patrick Line. <laughs> that's the only finish we got, baby. That's it. And so, um, hold on. Am I disrespecting somebody right now? Is Corpus Hall finished? Yep. That's some bullshit. I am so sorry, Jonas. Anyway, <laughs> hold on. Let me take a break from this very specific podcast talking about the um talking about this game the blue jackets lost to the florida panthers in the shootout to tell a story about Giannis corpusalo <laughs> and um kind of that same way that i just like dissed him and said like oh like i'm forgetting about somebody i need to make sure that he's finished i'm like fairly certain that he's finished but now it's gonna like bug me if i go on to tell this story and i'm like just dead ass wrong would you like to check while i tell our listeners about subscribing to our social media um, well, I would love for you to tell the listeners about our social media. However, he is finished. I, I, I'm quick with the keys, girl. You um, are. Good job. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll plug save the, social- the plug for the end. Yeah, we'll plug at the end. Um, but so me and Kelly go to one of the season ticket holder, like, meet the team events. And... Big fun. Yeah, for sure. And this is, like, Sergey Bobrovsky still very much a starting goalie. Like, this is, like, a year or two even before, like we're even thinking about him leaving and things are well things are going well and they hand out like complimentary things to have the players sign at these things so like this was like just a blown up ticket and it was like fan appreciation night or whatever and that was what people were having signed but I went to the blue line and I grabbed a block like I grabbed a block that was um, a piece of wood that had the blue jackets logo painted on it really nice like I was like oh like sign it and I was like I'll give it to my dad like I'll put it in his bar um and be nice and so I'm running out of room on this block (laughs) and what they'll usually do in this case is like they'll put like main attraction players think like your Cam Atkinson's your Nick Felino's um with a player who is just like either not a starter or is just like not really so like think your Eric Robinson's your Nathan Gerby's like that's kind of who they're putting them with mm-hmm. and so we walk up to this table I could not tell you who the like star attraction was at this table but Blue Jackets backup goaltender Jonas Corposalo at the time <laughs> is sitting at this table and we walk out or he walks out and we could see his nameplate they spelled it Jonas like they spelled it like Jonas like brothers um and disrespect. <laughs> correct. And he like makes like a, a snide comment to the woman who's like thing he's signing. He's like, they didn't even spell my name right. Um, and I'm like, oh my God. And then I look at Kelly and I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to make this man sign this ticket because I don't have any room on this block. So not only is this man getting disrespected because his name is wrong, 
on his little placard in front of him, he's going to watch me give this block to whoever is behind him. And then I'm going to say, no, 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 Mr. Corpusalo, you don't get to sign this block. Here's a, here is a piece of paper that I got for free. Thank you so much. I don't even remember who else signed that piece of paper. It was like one or two other players who definitely just like don't play for us anymore and probably don't even play in the NHL anymore. But yeah, so that's my story about how I continue to disrespect Jonas Corpusalo. I am so sorry. If you're, if you're a listener of the pod, Jonas, you're my guy. Well, I would hope that he would know from previous episodes that we are a Corpy Stand podcast. Yeah, but now the cat's out of the bag and he knows I'm a piece of shit. Like, so, oh, that's true. So like he's, all of it doesn't matter anymore. Um, speaking of things that don't matter, um, obviously Jack Roslevic doesn't play in this game. Correct. And Patrick Line is not here in this game. So like they could not matter tonight, sadly. Like Yeah, I think I, I texted you during the game because um Patrick Line, you know, did an interview and said that um we've been sending him tapes of things for him right. to watch while he's waiting in Winnipeg um for his visa to come through. And I was like, please don't send him this game. Like, I don't, I don't need him to think that this is what he's coming to. Um, How do you say, oh, fucking finish? Because I think that was said in a, in a room in Winnipeg tonight. <laughs> he was kind of like, I think my ribs still hurt. Like, I don't think I can go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll find out. Actually, we probably won't find out until Thursday if Jack's going to um, rotate in. He is eligible to play, but um, in the, all the pregame interviews, uh, they were saying that they want him to practice a little bit more with the team um, since he's been out of rotation with practicing with full-fledged NHL players um, for a little bit. They want him to just get back into the rhythm, which I think is very lovely yeah. for them to do for him. Um, and then, of course, uh, Line a is hanging out in Winnipeg um, until his visa gets finalized. And then they're going to fly him on a private charter. He'll have to hang out for 48 hours, and then he should be able to um, either start practicing or join up. But my guess oh, I don't, is he I don't think he'll have. I don't think he'll have a rest period. I think he will be put in the lineup the second. Oh, yeah, no, I think Yarmo is going to be like, put yeah. your bags down get on the ice. Um, but I don't think that we'll see him until after Chicago. I think we'll probably see him. Yeah. Ellis. All right. Are you ready for it? Yes. That's how you say, oh, fucking finish. <laughs> Which actually, let me go on another tangent. I'm looking at the analysis of our like breakdown of our episodes. Yes. And I text uh, on the phone with Laura when I'm doing that. And I'm like, okay, like 90% USA listeners. And I was like, hello? Because the next country is Finland. So I don't know, so I don't know who's listening in Finland, but let me tell you that I, I appreciate you. Um, and let me also follow up by saying that if you DM subjectively, oh, objectively, oh my God, one day we'll change the name because I just keep messing it up objectively speaking if you dm us on twitter instagram you name it i'll give you my address so you can send me some authentic long drink <laughs> and i'll venmo you for it <laughs> i was gonna say or if and when we ever do merch 
you'll be the first one. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I'll make you I your finished, own shirt. Yeah, I told my mom this statistic tonight, and she was like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "Well." Um, our GM is from Finland, our goalie is from Finland, and our newest player is like a god in Finland, so. It didn't make sense to me when I saw it, like, I loved it. Hold on, wait. Hold on, breaking news. Yes. On the podcast. For one, we've gone over 100 listeners. That's not breaking news. We've been new. The breaking news is that apparently Anchor, which is like the platform that we use to distribute our podcast, is now owned by Spotify. Like, I just logged in to like check the thing, and it's like Anchor by Spotify, and I'm like, baby, what? <laughs> That's no, nice. we 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 were part of a takeover, and we didn't even know it. I know we were purchased, bitches. Buy me dinner first. <laughs> um, where? Okay, yeah, so. 90% of our listeners are from the United States. 6% are from Finland. Oh, no. One is from Finland proper. Or, like, 50% are from Finland proper. And then 50% are from... Um, I'm about to be so disrespectful if I try this. Perkinma? Perkinma? Okay. You're you're saying it as if I'm gonna know the correct pr- pronunciation, and I no, I know. I just like I'm leaving space for criticism, right? Like in between my words, so that way, like whoever feels the need, like they need to be like, no, you dumbass. Again, however you say it and finish. Um, I need them again, to again. Whichever Finnish listener DMs us first, please correct Jeremy and his pronunciation. We're gonna get a DM from Yarmo. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey. And then I literally fall over. You and me both. Could you imagine? Um, yeah, but anyway, we lost. <laughs> yes. Apologies. As you can tell, that's how exciting the game was. But now we're telling all of you about our listenership in yeah. the midst of our recap. But, Correct. Yeah, you know, it just, we didn't deserve it tonight. I hate shootouts. They're literally, like, my least favorite thing. Oh, they- man anxiety Miko and I, Koivu, said, I said Miko Koivu was first <laughs> which again another Finn that I disrespected oh yeah um le- with all due respect because I can never play hockey I can't skate um that hurt <laughs> like, that first I shot myself I put too much energy for him into the universe in our last episode. I mean, he did get an assist tonight. Yeah, on his first shift. My question is, how is Oliver Bjorkstrand? He scored tonight in the shootout, so, like, props. But how is he only two for ten in the shootout? Like, he, like, pegs me as somebody who would be killer in the shootout. I also have to wonder why Alexander Texier is not on the ice during the shootout. Like... Again, no disrespect to the Miko Miko Koivus of the world. Miku Koivu, Jesus. No, me oh my god. I, I don't even want to talk about it. Um <laughs> <laughs> like no disrespect. But I'm wondering like where's Texier in that moment? Like Well, um, I think I can say for Oliver, just for watching him play, you know, for three and a half seasons, um, is that sometimes the goals that he scores are a little bit more like complicated weird like 
requires some like different angles. He's not necessarily like a straight on. That's true. Shot scorer. So I think putting him on things like a shootout where he has to go, he can't like go behind the goalie and like pop it down, you know, and go in that way. Like, so I think that might be a little bit more, but again, it also, it doesn't make sense that Tex isn't out there because that is the kind of stuff that Tex does. Yeah. No, I agree. I just. At least no one overskated the puck this time. Remember when that happened? Honestly, at what point, which time? Like, you know what I mean? It was last year. I just don't remember when it was. Well, what's even crazier is, like, we haven't won a game in the shootout since we went to the playoffs in 2018-19 when we swept Tampa Bay. Like, that was the last game that we won, and the shootout was the game that we clinched the playoffs. So the last season that David Zobard scored. (laughs) And the last season that Brandon Dubinsky played for the Blue Jackets. Yeah, we did establish that last episode. I can't believe the savagery toward David Savard. He really scored that. Well, he really scored that goal against Tampa, like that beautiful goal against Tampa in Game One to like mount the comeback. And he was like, I I simply, I simply will never score another NHL goal so long as I live, and you can't fucking make me like that. He was like, no, no more. He's tried. He has tried, and the universe has said no. But, I mean, he did defend the shit out of Corpy tonight and put that uh, Panthers player in his place. Oh, that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I did enjoy that. He was like, no, sir. I mean, Cam also got hit in the face at the same time, but um, David Savard was like, nobody touches my goalie, motherfucker. And He was like that. Then sort of rub the man's face in the ice, which I also found entertaining. Um, but yeah, sorry, David. You know I love you and your beard. Yeah, overall, very good. Very good to see him getting a little bit nasty. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Okay. Um, child, anyways. So what, I mean, here's where I'm at. And like, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I had actually appreciate it i get this whole idea of a tandem i yes. truly do i would start corpusalo again on thursday i don't think corpy wasn't the problem but but i mean but then i'm like okay but then like F- florida literally the next day like what do we do on friday you mean when we go to chicago yeah right like so it's like um did i say florida again that's my fault um but like yeah like exactly that like i'm like okay so like what do we do then like could we play and so there's a part of me that's like oh for sure like corpy just ride the hot hand even though like the wind might not be there like the play is for sure but then the other part of me is like no you gotta start elvis because you want to start corpy on friday yeah I don't envy. What are teams that have, you know, one goaltender doing? <laughs> like, I need to, like, look around and see, like, what the goalie stats have been for this season because part of me is interested to know, like, how many they're games feeling, people are playing. and They're feeling way less conflicted than we are. Also, what are teams doing that actually have differential levels of um, 
quality performance. We're, we're all standing at the same level and Torts is just like throwing darts at people. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, guess going to play today. Yeah, no, that's fair. But yeah, I mean, the thing that, again, is going to continue to be interesting is like, again, like we've, us in Chicago are the only teams that have played seven games. Um, you know, I mean, like Dallas has played two. Carolina has played three. Um, Florida has played three. Tampa Bay has played four. So, I mean, it's just like weird. Like it is just like so weird across the board. Um, the other thing about this that is going to prove to be dangerous at some point, and it's, it's part of the reason why there's like no separation, is like all these three-point games, like – uh, you know, I mean, like, the idea of, like, a winner getting two and a loser getting one is going to make this such a close division if this if this stuff keeps up. Because it happens across the board. Like, uh, Nashville and Chicago went into overtime tonight. Nashville ended up winning. Um, and so it's like, you know, I don't well, like it. Things are going to continue to get even more – you know, scrambled when looking at the numbers of ga- games played versus, you know, all that sort of stuff because of COVID. I mean, that's why Dallas has only played two games. That's why the Panther- Panthers right. have only played three games, you know. And speaking of us going to Chicago, like, they have, at least as of yesterday, they had two players on COVID protocol. Um, and, you know, it was kind of like a – well, let's watch and see how this goes um, as they continue to test every day, just like we do. But, you know, all of this is going to still be shaky. And we're only right. seven. We are personally, the Blue Jackets only seven games in. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a wild ride for sure. But I think, I don't think he's he's going to start Corpy on Thursday. Um Personally, I would just to keep Corpy's momentum and confidence up. I know he really wants to get, or at least I sense from him, he would really enjoy getting that win against Bob, you know, because he hasn't had that opportunity. Um, And I think, you know, depending on, I know a lot of that back and forth can sometimes just be made up by the fans because they, hold loyalty to one or the other but you know I do think it would be good for him to be able to do that to look at the person who he sat in the shadow of for so long and be like see I can do this too um yeah but I mean, then again after Thursday we're gonna see him six more times well that's so. true. I mean truth be <laughs> told though like I mean like it's not even a question for me like Corby was the better goalie tonight like um between the two of them so i know it's not a win but like it's yeah it's definitely true like uh, bob just looked like i mean he he didn't let up very many rebounds but then again we didn't really give him many shots to let up rebounds on but like yeah you gotta um, shoot the puck in order for there to be a rebound <laughs> correct but yeah i mean like, like overall like get a point move on to the next one um and you know go from there hopefully you get two on thursday um because i mean here's the reality of the situation if we pick up three points every series we're gonna make the playoffs like if we're if we're if we're getting 75 percent point percentage we're gonna make the playoffs we might even win the division so it's like 
just keep doing it. Just, I mean, like, get points where you can. Like, but we really need to start winning some games. But beggars can't be choosers, I suppose. Well, just from a, you know, from a morale perspective, from a development perspective, yeah, we need to win games. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to go into the playoffs by the skin of your teeth and basically by point percentages. Like, you know, we've kind of done that the last couple of years. Last year, you know, we Every clinched year, baby. a Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> you know, last year we clinched a little earlier Actually, that doesn't make any sense. It was a weird point situation that made us go to the playoffs last year. Sorry. Right. I forgot about it. Um, but, you know, the year, the, the year before when we played Tampa in the playoffs, we clinched by the skin of our teeth. Uh-huh. It was like, oh, God, is it going to happen? Like, literally, we had one game, and we had to win it. And I think we barely won it. And yeah. we yeah because we had well it was like we had to we had to get two points in the last two games we went to overtime of this first of the two games and it was like okay well we need to either win this game or get a point in the next one and then we ended up winning in the shootout that i alluded to earlier but yeah it i would prefer to make the playoffs easy but yeah me too because i think it's a better setup for the playoffs you know, obviously you can't count the bubble because that's like a weird situation. But um, you know, it just I would like it can be up and down like it can be up and down and stressful throughout the season for different reasons. Let's not make it that we're just hoping to go into overtime so we get one point. Right. But we're still losing. Like that's not good. Correct. But well, friend. We live to see another day. We do. we do. I do have one more question for you, though. Yeah, I have an answer. So with the possibility of Jack rotating in on Thursday, are we just sending Stedlin back to the taxi squad? Are we pulling somebody else to see what happens? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I... My... My, like, if they would have played well tonight and they would have won, I actually would say that I think Jack would have sat another game. Like, I don't think that they would have played him until traveling to Chicago. With them, like, struggling as much as they did tonight, part of me wonders if he feeds in for, like, for a Robinson or for a Stenland or for, like, a Nash. Um, I I don't know which of them I would prefer um i think really any of them works um because i mean like stenland stenland gets the goal tonight like but again like that was off of a bounce and he was noticeable for the rest of the game but i mean he played 14 minutes tonight koivu played 13 um robinson played 10 i i really wish torts liked robinson more because i like Pretty nice hits tonight. I he reminds me of like a Josh Anderson light. So like I would like to see him him like turn into something, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, but it'll probably be somebody who doesn't have. Um, well, actually, nobody has to be sent to the taxi squad because technically they can just scratch um, somebody. 
because right like Jack Russell like scratched right now so like they could just scratch somebody throw him in and, and see what happens but who would you scratch um that's I mean it's hard it's oh, I don't know it's weird to think again we've had this conversation over and over again because there's like the natural choice if you don't know players really well which would be Stenland because it's like he's the one that's been going back and forth like um so it would seem easier to just be like okay dude you're gonna like sit this one out and then we'll see how things go um but I think Torts needs to make a decision that's more so based off of like who's gonna make a better line and I don't know. Maybe Gregorenko. Maybe he was. He really wasn't. I mean, he had been pretty good, like the you know as we've been going. But tonight he was kind of, you know, hit or miss. wasn't really noticeable as much as he has been in the past. Um, maybe sit him out, rotate in Jack, see how that goes, and you know, Torts can make another decision on the plane immediately going to Chicago. Um, I just, it just feels like, so I, I kind of feel like he travels around with like a bulletin board and it's like kind of like setting up tables for a wedding reception. And he's just like rotating post-it notes, like all around. I'm sure there's a nice app or something on his computer that he can use to do that. Sure. But I'm a visual learner. So I feel like the traveling bulletin board makes more sense. Um, but yeah, I think maybe Gregorenko swap out, maybe swap, you know, swap out Stenland and maybe Nash. I mean, just to sort of like, and not in a mean way, but kind of in an invigorating way, like, Hey man, like we got, you got to step it up a little bit and right you know, prove that you don't need to be in the possibilities of being rotated out. Um, Because, you know, again, like we've said, this is like a very strange soup that we're just trying to balance out flavors at this point. That's a good thing that I always say that soup is my favorite food. Yes, but according to one of our besties, it's not a meal, so. Say say her name, Pashi. Miss Pashi. No, I'm I'm calling her out. She does not believe soup is a meal, y'all. And and I will say that she's not wrong about her thought that it is white people who think that soup is a meal because <laughs> because everybody who I know that thinks soup is a meal is white. I mean that is real. <laughs> she's not wrong. Um, but that is true. We know we're a flawed people. Truly. Um, but yeah, I mean. We we go to we go to Thursday. We're hopeful. I think it'll be good. I do think Roslovic will probably cycle in, but I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. I mean, he it's been a while, right? Like since he skated. So, I mean, not since he skated, but since he's played in, a, in an NHL game. So, well, and I think they're gonna have some long like they're gonna have some long talks tomorrow. I think that they're gonna have a pretty aggressive practice because both Torts and Nick said that the practice yesterday sucked 
and that they're not taking advantage of the very limited practice time that they have. Um, and I know that's a, that's an adjustment. It's an adjustment for every team this season because their practice time is so limited and so structured because of COVID protocols. But any opportunity that they have to practice, they have to make the most of it. Right. And I think tonight is a good example of that. You wasted a practice session doing Lord knows what, and it shows in your play the following game. Like, we don't have enough games for that. There's no. not enough in the schedule to continue doing that. So, and I think, you know, anyone who watched Nick's interview knows that he's upset, you know, and it's not just about the power play. He was overall upset about everything, right. about every aspect of the game. He was upset and he put onus on himself too. He said, it's myself, it's the rest of the, the leadership team that we did not perform at our highest level. I'm still going to cough, cough Seth Jones because what the heck? Mm. Like, I've been ragging on Cam, but hi, Seth Jones. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we'll see if there's some, you know, some conversations tomorrow about what they need to do and hopefully the same energy that they had on Saturday will return to the locker room and the team that wants it the most will win and that team is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Well, here's hoping they want it as bad as we do. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but, all right, friend, you want to plug the social media? Laura is definitely the social media. Like, I, my challenge to, like, our listeners is, like, listen to or read the tweets that we put out, and I'm almost positive you'll be able to tell who's who. Like, I'm almost sure of it. <laughs> The number one for sure giveaway is that if Laura is, if there is a heart, but it's like the heart that's on a deck of cards hearts and it's not like the like bubbly, like regular, the, the heart that 95%. It's the emo girl heart. Yeah. It's the heart that 95% of the world uses. It's not that one. That's the one I use. So if you see the regular heart, that's me. The other heart's Laura. Um, I, I'm the shady eyeball queen. So if you see those, I that's did me. use that today, though. Did you? Yeah, in my I tweeted right before the game. I said it's almost time for a puck drop. We're gonna see a lot of familiar faces on the opposing bench tonight. Shady eyes. Shit, I, I thought shady eyes were gonna be my thing. Uh, I mean, I'll stop using it if you no, want me to. Absolutely, you're fine. Because you just called me out on my use of the emo girl heart. I'm just gonna start fucking throwing it out there whenever i almost just tweeted it like manically like just the heart i'm not going to because the out of context that's just stupid um but yeah so follow us on social media laura plug it yes yeah, so we are on twitter and instagram um both are the same it's objectively pod and we would love your following we follow everyone back because we're those people um and we really want to interact with everyone um we are going to be doing polls and questions and especially on the, you know, the times that we have a few days in between games where we're not re recording. So, um, yeah, we want to interact. We want to hear your thoughts. Um, we may even start taking like some questions to do at like the end of the pod and see how that goes. But yeah, we just really want to interact with all of you and see how far this goes. We were very excited that, let's see, we launched, both accounts on Saturday? 
Yes. And on Twitter, we have over 60 followers. So that's exciting. Instagram yeah. is very low. I think we only have like 22, but that's Instagram, okay. Instagram is such a weird social media to, um, to use for a podcast. It's also harder to find people. Twitter is way easier to find people that are in our like audience. Um, so if you come up on our like who to follow thing and you have CBJ in your bio, I will more than likely follow you. Yeah, you're getting a follow. So follow us back. Um, but yeah, come interact with us and you know, we're just gonna keep this thing going. Absolutely. And oh, and rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. On whatever yeah podcast platform you are using it helps us in the charts not that we're really caring about the charts all that much because we just love doing this but yeah give you know rate us give us a review five stars please if you can um and subscribe and we're on all major podcast platforms absolutely well we look forward to chatting with you all thursday hopefully talking about a blue jackets win but until then stay safe stay well and we will talk to you then bye